Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Combermary people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, August 21. In Squiz Kids Today, Spain wins World Cup. Fire and floods in North America. Saving the northern bin chicken. And the race to the moon is on. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. How do you say world champions in Spanish? I'm not sure, but I know what it looks like having last night watched Spain win the grand final of the Women's World Cup in Sydney. Fresh from their semi-final victory over the Matildas, the English Lionesses went into last night's finals as the favourites, but Spain were just too strong, too clever and too tactical, winning the game by one goal to nil. Spain has now become the only country in the world to win both the men's and the women's World Cup. Que viva España! And so the sporting event that has captivated us for the past month drew to a close. 32 nations across four weeks in sold-out stadiums, 2 million tickets sold, an estimated 2 billion people around the world tuning in to watch the competition on TV. And then, of course, there were the Matildas, the team that captured the hearts of a nation who have done so much for women's sport in Australia in such a short space of time. In their playoff of the bronze medal on Saturday night, the Matildas just couldn't overcome Sweden, going down 2-0. But that still means we finished fourth best team in the world, which is frankly amazing. And yesterday in Brisbane, the Matildas were given a hero's reception at a special fan day. A chance for Australia to say thank you for inspiring us. And if you, like the rest of the country, has developed a women's football addiction over these last four weeks, don't panic. The Olympic qualifiers are coming up in Perth in October, where the Matildas will get to do it all over again. Bring it on. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in North America. The entire continent, in fact, where two emergencies are unfolding at different ends of the extreme weather spectrum. In Canada, wildfires in the Northwest Territories and the province of British Columbia has forced the evacuation of thousands as the country experiences the worst wildfire season on record. Meanwhile, a bit further south, in the countries of the United States and Mexico, people there were on alert last night as Hurricane Hillary barreled towards them. Sandbags were being filled as residents were being warned to prepare for the hurricane to cause widespread flooding. Now, if only Hillary would track further north and put out all those fires. To our Squiz Kids listeners over there, we're all thinking of you. Stay safe. Animal Kingdom. If you live pretty much anywhere in Australia, except for Tassie, and you've been to a park lately, you've probably seen an ibis. Nicknamed the Dump Chook, 
tip turkey or bin chicken, white ibis have adapted to city life in Australia and are thriving. Unfortunately, that's not the case for Europe's northern bald ibis, a huge big-beaked bird that is close to extinction. Luckily, one Austrian biologist, Johann Fritz, has made it his life's mission to return the beleaguered bird back to the wild. Beleaguered is a fancy word meaning the bird is in a stressful situation. In 2004, Mr. Fritz started hand-rearing the birds. He became their mum, giving them food, love and cuddles. But to survive in the wild, they need to learn to fly south to escape Europe's icy winters. And they would need somebody to show them how to do it. So, Mr. Fritz took to the skies in an ultralight aircraft, which is basically a seat with a giant propeller at the back, to show the birds how to fly and where to go. I've stuck a link and a map in your episode notes so you can take a look at the epic journey. Mr. Fritz first took the flock south over the Alps, a huge mountain range in Europe. But as the climate changes, he's having to teach the ibis a new, safer, but much longer route. So if you're in southern Spain and you look up to the skies and ask yourself, is it a bird? Is it a plane? It might just be Mr. Fritz and his feathered family flying south for the winter. Oh, there's the classroom companion Clarion, indicating that Christy, Squiz Kid's very own primary school teacher, has made up some super cool free classroom worksheets to go with this new story in the podcast. She's even created a very cool game of Synonym Snap. Teachers, if you're not on board the classroom companion train, hop on over to our website squizkids.com.au and sign up to the Squiz Kids classroom already. You'll be mighty glad you did. Based out. The race to the moon is officially on. Sometime today, if a last minute hiccup is sorted out, Russia will land a rocket ship on the moon, packed full of scientific equipment to search for water and examine the soil up there. It will be Russia's first time back on the moon in 47 years. Hot on Russia's heels this week will be India who, if all goes to plan, will land a spacecraft on the South Pole of the Moon this Wednesday, making it the first nation to do so. So why is India heading to the South Pole? Because it is sheltered from the sun and spends most of its time in shadow, and the craters there are believed to contain ice. So why is that a big deal? Because if there's water on the Moon, that can really push ahead plans that we humans have to set up a permanent base on the moon to explore the rest of the galaxy. And also, to get all sciencey for a second, because water is made of hydrogen and oxygen, which can be used as rocket fuel, there's a chance the moon could become a sort of petrol station in the sky for spaceships to land on and refuel before blasting off into deep space. How cool is that? Alrighty people, here we go, it's book week. And that means whacking on a costume from your favourite book and parading around the school oval. Happy days. And because we love sharing in how clever and creative you all are, we're running a special book week competition. All this week, take a photo of yourself in your book week outfit, share it to your socials, tagging at SquizKids or hashtag SquizKids on Instagram or Facebook so that we can see it and share it ourselves and we'll be handing out prizes to the best costumes. Thanks to our friends at Walker Books. 
And teachers, we've got you covered too. Give Squiz Kids a follow on Facebook and upload your pick to your socials tagging us and we'll repost them to our own socials and pick a winner. Because who doesn't love Book Week? Happy glue gunning! Time for the Squiz! This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What sort of a bird is Austria's Mr. Fritz teaching to fly south for the winter? Yeah, that's right. It's an ibis. Question number two. What's the name of the hurricane bearing down on Mexico and the United States? Yeah, that's right, it's called Hillary. Question number three. Which two countries have sent a spacecraft to land on the moon this week? Yeah, that's right, it was Russia and India. Shout outs. It's August 21. Birthday for my beautiful wife, Shay. Happy birthday. And also for Jamaican sprinter and one-time fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt. And also a birthday for the city of Hobart, which celebrates its 181st birthday today. Happy birthday, Hobart. It's also a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. And tomorrow. Lily from Flagstaff Hill. Wasim from Vermont South. Isa from Ashmont, Florence from Cronulla, Lincoln from Oyster Bay, Emily from Ballina, Abby and Kate from Mount Gravatt, Isla from Sydney, Abik from Ride, Harper from Burakep, Kirili from Burpengary, Harrison from Bonner, Maddie, Oakley and Carter from Golgong, Aidan from Nightcliffe, Ava from Grovedale, James from Cannon Hill, Kenzie and Ariane from Oran Park, Ava from Alkimos, Jeremy for Thaguna, Quinn from Norman Park, Cooper from Riddles Creek, Tyler from Nuriupta, Oliver from Bathurst, Rory from Raceview and Poppy from Eltham. Also, happy birthday to Reese, listening in New Zealand, Juliet, who's listening in France, Kaylee, who's listening in California, and Vivi, who's listening in Washington, D.C. in the United States of America. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Joseph from Holdsworthy, Joe from Mawson Lakes, D'Angelo from Greystains, Hugo from Kayama, and Jemima from Campsie. What a lot of birthdays! Classroom shout-outs today also go to... Classes 5 Red and Blue with Mrs. Kerr, Mrs. Brown and Mrs. Lawler at Marta Day Catholic Primary School in Wagga Wagga. Mrs. Young's class at Sacred Heart School in Bouval and Year 3 in Room 8 with Mrs. Grant at Balladura Primary School. Don't forget if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out or if you're after a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow with our Squiz the World episode on Fiji. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.